And when I talk to other superintendents and talk about my board, I describe them as a dream board because they absolutely are. In four years, we've been able to pass four bonds. Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward. We're here at Tex EdCon in Dallas 2023. I have a special guest, Superintendent Seguin ISD, Dr. Matthew Gutierrez, friend of the show, innovator, superintendent. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on again. Well, you've got some exciting news, bittersweet news, let's call it Very that. Very bittersweet news. Um, and I know we, we've uh, connected a long time ago through a colleague, and I've followed you, learned quite a bit from you about innovation, messaging, working with communities. And you, your community of Seguin ISD was your first superintendency. You've been there seven years. What does that district mean to you? And what will it always mean to you? Seguin ISD is certainly very special to me. And when I went to the central administration that includes our maintenance and child nutrition team, the day after I was appointed as chief of schools with Leander ISD, I, I had the entire group come in so that I could share this news. And I never imagined how hard it was going to be departing Seguin ISD, but I think that's, that's how it is when, when you're loved uh, by, by a community and, and when you love hard back. And what I shared with them was, this is probably one of the most impactful moments of my life, um, most emotionally yeah. impactful moments in my life. And I compared it as I was uh, laying the groundwork for that conversation to the loss of my grandmother, um, who was my, my rock, and I lost her in 2017. Um, and, and I compared this to being second to, to that. And so it was uh, excruciatingly painful right. uh, to make to get to the point in making that decision, but it was also excruciatingly painful to get to the point where it was my last day in the school district um, on Tuesday. Officially, it's today, but it has really been a truly remarkable or magical journey in Seguin ISD. And when I think about what I walked into to where Seguin ISD is today, it's truly unrecognizable. Yes. And, and you've, I mean, there's so many things. Give me two to three things of, where, of what you're most proud of in your time there. Can you think of these, these monumental moments? And I know there's so many people that, that are your teachers, your kids, your community, but if you could pick out a couple of points where, man, that was great for, for this district. I think first and foremost, it's uh, the board. Yeah, A strong board is absolutely critical, especially when the stakes are so high. And unfortunately, you don't have a solid, strong team of eight everywhere. No. And when I talk to other superintendents and talk about my board, I describe them as a dream board because they absolutely are. That's another reason why it was really hard to make this decision. They were the board of the year for region 20 in 2022. And we would not have been able to make the progress we've made in Seguin, the first strategic plan, strategic plan 2.0, and the list goes on. If it weren't for that solid team of eight 
And it wasn't always that way. It's taken board development. Uh, it's taken a strong trusting relationship with me and and uh, also just being open and honest with one another. Right. But it's because of that that strong team of eight that we've been able to achieve so much in Seguin ISD. So I would certainly say that that is probably first on my list. Uh, and I, I'd say the next thing is to be able to build a community support. When I came to Seguin, we weren't telling our own story. People in the community were telling the story. There was a lot of distrust in the school district. We had completely ruined relationships with local um, county officials, business leaders. Um, we had no partnerships. And so it's no wonder that the community struggled to pass bonds. Right. And so we spent a lot of time as, as an administrative team, as a team of eight, really working with our community, being more transparent, inviting people to the table. And fast forward to today, in four years, we've been able to pass four bonds. That's great. In, I mean, think, Seguin, about, think about that. A conservative community. And part of that is we had a, a football stadium in 2019 that was part of that bond package. And then in May of, of this year, it was a standalone baseball softball facility. So we've come a long way where the community believes that our students deserve the best and should have access to the best. And they are full on supportive of our staff, of our students, of the district. And it's a it's a completely different ball game. So for whoever comes in as the superintendent, they're not going to have the challenges that I had coming in. There's going to be a strong support system, but there's going to be a need to continue to nurture sure. and foster that. Uh, and I absolutely believe with the board we have in place that we can continue to do that. I mean, you've done four. That's that's re ridiculous. Four bonds in four years. I did not know that. I know you guys had, had done some great work to get those bonds accomplished, but I wasn't aware that that we did a back to back. We did a November 20. 22 and in May 2023 and I know that my team and board thought I was crazy I would um, I would have told if had you would have said hey hey Rick I'm thinking about it. I would have said what no not you can't that's not gonna have some backfire you don't just yeah pay, take there's time. no way we can do <laughs> yeah. that but and I know my team they <laughs> I, they were probably not too happy with me because we were gonna <laughs> go through that again after we had just gone through that we were still trying to recover when did you spring that on like hey guys by the way uh we, we need to, we're gonna go one more uh pretty quickly after <laughs> and but what I shared was that our kids absolutely deserve the best it's unacceptable yeah. that in a district our size with 7300 kids that our baseball players we don't even have a baseball field we use the cities and it's definitely not up to par sure um because it it's not our facility and and you know the city does their best our softball field um, safety issues outdated and i was adamant that we were going to make this happen for our kids and i asked i, I told them trust me sure. on this we're going to make it happen our community believes in us we're not the seguin of yesterday right and sure enough it passed with overwhelming support almost 70 percent athletic facility conservative community so, I mean, your success is evident. Why the change? What has led you to, to seek a new opportunity, new excitement, new districts? You know, after in, being in my seventh year, I realized that you know, we're in our second strategic plan. We have a solid board. 
I had just hired a, a phenomenal yes. uh, Veronica leader, Veronica Vihi, to serve as deputy superintendent. And I thought there's no better time than now. I'm in a place where I can leave with peace of mind, knowing that we're going to continue to be able to move in the direction that, that we're on. And I was going to leave the district in 2020. I was named a superintendent in Madison, Wisconsin, and then COVID hit. And there wasn't anyone who was ready to step into the superintendent role. So someone new was going to have to come in in the midst of COVID. And so I made the decision that, that I was going to stay. And, and I'm thankful that I did uh, because Madison was going to be okay. They had a strong applicant pool. They were already going to bring in someone from the outside. They were going to be fine. Seguin was not. This time, Seguin is just poised for, for, for greatness. And it was time for me professionally, personally, to make a shift and to step away from the superintendency for I don't, I don't know how long. I love the superintendency. I love the role. I have a long career ahead of me. I do not want to get burned down on it. I want to get into a place where I can focus on something that I love and that I'm passionate about, and that's developing leaders. And so with Leander ISD, I will serve as their chief of schools, working closely with area superintendents and an executive director of safety, security, uh, 48 principals, soon to be 49. And so it's a, a great opportunity to kind of step away from the spotlight for for a while and, and focus on something that I love and passionate about. Also focus on my, my family as well, yes. especially two boys who are both 10 years old. Being the superintendent, I was not able to really give my all. Uh-uh. You're, you're with everybody else. It kids. is. Yeah. And I was missing an awards assembly and like, can someone on the team, can you go to the awards assembly? Can you go to this math and science night? Can you take the boys here and there? And I feel like it's a critical time in their lives. And, and however long or short this is going to be, it's going to be important for me to have some time to, to really invest in them. You know, I want to, I want to com- number one, commend you for, for how you're approaching this, because I, I know the feeling, um, when, when there's a move that's maybe unexpected, right? You get, you get all these questions, everything. Okay. It's like, what a lot happened? of questions. Yeah. I, and, and that's why I partly, I wanted to have you on here because I, I want you to be able to like, you taught me how, how important it is to tell your story. And I wanted you to have that opportunity, but it's rare that we're as leaders, right? We're self-aware enough of how we need to move through our, our career. Um, and you see it all the time where, where we jump at the next thing or the bigger thing or, or the first thing, and it's not the right move because we're jumping as opposed to, to really reflecting on what it is that we need to grow. Um, and I think you should be commended for that because that doesn't happen. That's very, that's very rare. Uh, and I mean, you see it in, in sports athletes all the time to the very end, right? They're, they're hanging on and, and then the, their career goes for some other reason they get injured and for you to be able to say you know what this is this is my why at this point and it need, it, as long as it's right for me and my family and for what i need then that's the right decision so man that's that's pretty pretty damn Thank courageous you. i Thank mean you. seriously i mean and i've had a lot of questions when that announcement was made a lot of texts like are you okay is everything okay everything is absolutely okay i'm leaving a place where i am loved uh, a place where I feel like we've been going through the grieving process for the last several weeks. 
and my last day in the district Tuesday was was truly beautiful and and what the community and the district did on that final day. Um, but there's no better time to, sure. to to depart. And I have a solid board, supportive community. We've accomplished a lot. And so everything is absolutely okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to making this shift. It was a, a, a hard decision that I set on for some time, but it was the, the best decision. And I'm not stepping away from the superintendency forever. I love the role and there will come a, a time when- When it's right. When it's right, yep. uh, for sure. But it's also, uh, you know, an interesting time in education, and so <laughs> that's, I a, that's a great way to put it. It's I, crazy, and I still I still believe that that advocacy is is important, and I've been a strong advocate of public ed, very vocal, and and that's one thing that is not going to change. What do you so What excites you about this new this new role, this new adventure? I mean, obviously, Leander's a lot larger. You got a ton of principals. You're getting. You're probably going to have more individual time with with direct leadership and coaching and mentoring. What's getting you excited as you start to look ahead? You know, one of the things I enjoyed the the most about being superintendent was visiting campuses, yeah. interacting with students, interacting with teachers. And I always describe that as, as what feeds my soul. And to be able to do much more of that is something that excites me. To be able to commit the time on my calendar several days a week to being on campuses, sure. interacting with principals, interacting with teachers, seeing the great things that kids are doing is what excites me the most. How would you characterize your, your style of coaching and mentoring uh, the next generation of leaders? Like what, what should somebody expect um, through your mentorship? I think one of the things, it, it's, it's something that we should do. And unfortunately for, for some leaders, it, it puts them in an uncomfortable position. And so sometimes we avoid having those constructive conversations, but sure. you can have those in a way where people don't even realize that they're being coached through questioning, through conversation, through dialogue. You don't even have to guide that conversation. It can be guided by the person that you're coaching. And that's something that I look forward to just completely focusing on in this new role. You know, the the way that I think we can help stem the tide of some of the exodus of, of teachers and administrators and talent is is through more of that that building building in capacity and time because it's it's hard it's hard to to find the time to do it and do it intentionally and do it often enough where you're really making a difference because if you went out to any field you wouldn't go out there and, and expect baseball to be happening once a week right. or kids getting coaching, you know, only on Friday before the game, but the rest of the week, it's just, okay, well just do what you just practice on your own. Um, and we, I think you're right. I think we've got to figure out a, a way to make and keep that a priority regardless of all the, the other stuff. You absolutely have to, yeah. because right now there's a mass exodus of teachers, especially, and they're not, Oftentimes they're not leaving the schools or the district, they're leaving bosses. Yeah. And so we've got to keep that in mind. And what I appreciate about Leander's organizational structure is the support that our principals have from four area superintendents who solely focus on coaching principals, 
and they're very strategic in how they calendar. So there's a very intimate relationship between the area superintendent and the principal in a district of 43,000 students and oftentimes in a district that size, that's not the case. Yep. In fact, when I was a principal in a district of about that size, I saw my supervisor during that two years, maybe twice on oh, my wow. campus. Yeah, you know, and thinking back when I was a principal in HISD, I was fortunate, I had a leader that was always around, always present, um, but it wasn't that way for everybody. And sometimes you're left, you're left, you feel like a, you're on an island, you know? And you, you do. Don't, and you can't, you can never afford to have that for, for teachers and principals, but you surely can't afford to have it in this in this era of absolutely not and the stakes are too high how do you you're an innovator how do you bring some of that spark to your new teams you know first they're open-minded there's an eagerness to to not only work with me but to learn from me just as i'm eager to learn from them but i'm looking forward to that opportunity to bring my my leadership style, my experiences to that team, to the school district, and and to be a value add, and and I'm I'm hopeful that uh, I will be able, just as I have in in prior districts, be able to make my mark through this special and unique opportunity I'll have to develop leaders. What's the first event that you want to go to? If if you had you're saying it was, even if it's out of season, what's the one thing that you just love to go to attend that students do? Well, I was a band nerd. <laughs> and so one of the things I enjoy the most is just stepping into a music classroom, whether it's choir, orchestra, or band. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know, That's the great thing about public schools. We offer all of these enrichment opportunities for kids and to see kids thrive in those settings. Yeah. And for in many cases, that's why kids uh, are successful in school. That's why they go to school. That's why they excel, because it's that connectedness to a program, to a coach, to a director, to a teacher. Yeah, I was teasing you the other day when uh, when we were at the Talis event, when you came off stage. The only guy I know that got, got in better shape as a, as a superintendent. I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Well, but, but so is that one of your your releases your mechanisms to think and to decompress and and how do you use your your health to to get away from it a little bit you know is that something that you do yeah the the job that we have whether you're a teacher principal superintendent is extremely demanding and stressful and oftentimes we get so caught up in the work that we put ourselves second third or last yes and it's important that we take care of our well-being and in order to be on our A game every single day. And so for me as a leader, it's always been important to model that. And I that's one thing that I've never sacrificed over the last 18, 19 years. One thing I do not plan to sacrifice at all. I have built in the time being superintendent in Seguin, uh, which is a very demanding role sure. in, in that community. And I have to get creative at times, but it's it's one thing that I continue to not sacrifice. I think that's important. Are you a are you an early morning before everything starts guy or after? I wish you're after. Life would be much much easier, but it's uh, fitting it in. Yeah, um, whenever. 
the end of the day, evening, oh my whenever I can. I don't, my, my wife's the same way. I don't know how y'all do it. Some like After the fact, it's, I was always just so like, I, I don't know. I just didn't have it in me. I could, I, I'm an old, early morning guy, so I could get up and go every morning. That's fine. But trying to wait, man, I've just never been able to. If, if I didn't make the early one, I knew I was, <laughs> was going to be, you know, you get that little guilt and you're like, yeah. oh, man, I didn't go. But no, but, but that that's very important. We A lot of times we're the martyrs, right? We want to show we how are. we're working. We're, but, and it's true. And I've, I've not taken care of myself at, at points in, in my career. Um, but you're right. I mean, you can't serve other people if you're not your best, if you're not healthy. Right. And it's okay to miss something. Yeah. Um, we, we only, we get one shot at, yeah. at life. Right. Yeah. And, um, we want to make sure that we're healthy throughout our career. And I still have a long career ahead and I want to make sure that I'm healthy to be able to continue to do this job. Um, as I said earlier, I have a long career ahead and this is going to be an amazing change for me and down the road. I can step back into the hot seat because yeah. it's a hot seat right now for <laughs> yes, sure. You're not lying. Yeah, no, that's great. You'll be able to, you won't lose a step, right? You can, you'll keep pace and, and that's a great mindset. And our colleagues, everybody should consider that as we're all going through those, those changes. Well, man, thank you for, for joining me and, and thank you for sharing. I know it's not easy to do that and, and I appreciate it. And I, I believe that anyone that's out there watching this will appreciate that as well because it is it's difficult and it's your, it was your first your first superintendency it was not the last not the last absolutely not but um the it's it's specialty and i appreciate it that. is so i know we'll we'll chat again and maybe uh maybe sometime next year or, or a little bit later on the semester checking on you leander and see how things are going that would be great you're awesome i welcome thank the opportunity thank you you got it thanks Produced by Podcast Architects.